You're listening to the Leaders of the Future podcast. Welcome to episode three, which is part two of a conversation around why don't young leaders step up? But this time, we've got a special guest with us. We hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Leaders of the Future podcast. We believe the leaders of the future are the students of today. My name is Joel from Lift Leaders. I'm joined by my friend Julian Clark again. Hello, Julian. Hello, Joel. Come Wonderful. in Denmark. Can we have your votes, please? No, I'm only joking. Hey, <laughs> Euro- how- Eurovision. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing? Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I'm doing. I'm doing good. Thanks. Um, cool. I'm missing Eurovision now. Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> Does anybody miss Eurovision? Anyway, well, let's not get sidetracked. Well, apparently, about that. apparently, Australians miss Eurovision because mm. we're the only country outside of Europe who participates. Isn't that a bit embarrassing? It's just a bit weird, isn't it? It is, but hey, yeah. variety is the spice of life, I guess they say. Yeah, looking forward to another conversation about leadership, and we have a guest today. Yes, we do have a guest, Julian. Would you like to tell us who it is? <laughs> yeah, we, we're kind of waiting for one another, but yes, we have a guest. Um, we have a guest. Lucy Dixon is with us. Um, hey, Lucy, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thanks. Now, and, uh, I, I'm a bit suspicious here. Lucy Dixon. She kind of looks familiar, Julian. Who who is Lucy? <laughs> um, Lucy is my daughter. Ah. And, um, off the back of the last episode, when we were talking about why leaders don't step up, we felt it would be good to have a young leader with us to talk about their experience of stepping up into leadership. And that's why we've invited Lucy to be with us today. How are you doing, Lucy? How are you looking forward to being a part of this conversation? Uh, well, I'm good. Uh, I'm nervous because I've never done this before, but I'm looking forward to kind of sharing from my own perspective um, of kind of my journey in leadership and what that's looked like. Well, it's, it's cool that you're with us, not because, you know, you're uh, related to Julian or your dad, <laughs> but because you are a, a young leader in your own right doing some great things. Um, so thank you for stepping into our crazy little world and giving us some perspective of what life is like as a, uh, a young leader in, in this time. Yes, thank you for having me. So before we go any further, we had this little thing we like to do uh, on the Leaders of the Future podcast, and that is we like to do some quick fire questions. Uh, have you ever done this before? No, I've watched people do it though, <laughs> and it makes me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Nervous is good. A healthy <laughs> dose of nerves is good. Basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you a couple of questions quite quickly. So I'll ask you, I don't know, something random like, what is your favorite color car? And you have to um, answer quickly, then I'll ask you another one. And the idea is just for people to get, uh, well, have a bit of fun, but for people to get a little bit um, of an insight into who you are. So are you ready? I think so. <laughs> I, I have great fun with this. The last time uh, Julian and I did it, it was it was very entertaining. But here we go. <sighs> Let's uh, get the nerves out of the system. Here we go. First question: <clears throat> What would you rather, football to play football or go mountain climbing? Mountain climbing. Um, do you prefer fried chicken or curry? Oh, um, <laughs> probably curry. Uh, oh, it's going to say good choice, but uh, I mm, it's really hard. Who, I like chicken as well. 
Uh, okay, next question. Who do you prefer, mum or dad? <laughs> That's a horrible question. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot I'm to say you. dad. Playing <laughs> yeah. it safe. Good answer. Uh, yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't add that part to the briefing, but yeah, safe answer. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, uh, <man. laughs> Next, yeah. Uh, next question. Favorite family holiday? Um, Disneyland, Paris. Wow. Uh, next question. What is something you've never told your dad? <laughs> oh, oh, come on. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. There's probably a reason. <laughs> Um, oh, I don't know. I can't think of anything on the spot. Yeah, that's actually a bit of a tough one. Um, last question. If you could travel to any country in the world, what would it be? Uh, I always wanted to go to Italy. Obviously not right now, oh, <laughs> but yes. at some point in the future, yes. Okay, good. I, I respect that answer. Bit, a bit disappointed <laughs> it wasn't Australia, but I can respect it. So... <laughs> Good. Okay. I think we'll just we'll just leave it there because sometimes these questions can be a little bit cruel. But yes. um, so Julian, run us through a little bit more about what we talked about last time in our previous. Uh, yeah, so last time we talked about why leaders, particularly young leaders, don't step up, and we mentioned a few reasons in there. We talked about the fear of being wrong or getting it wrong, the fear of feeling like a fraud. I guess in that sense, not knowing. Uh, what I've not knowing what I'm doing or why am I the leader in that sense um, which kind of linked into another one which was around uncertainty perhaps not knowing what to do or how to be a leader um, we also talked about the death of dreams which is this idea of around how particularly I guess in ministry perhaps where we thought maybe we were going to go in one direction but God's calling us into to something else and then we talked about negative influences in particular the kind of social pressures that shift in our social circle um, that can have can be a, is a major part as a young lady is stepping out aren't you from being one of the gang and being in that group of friends to now being the leader of those friends um, so that was kind of where we were at and we just thought it would be good to hear from a young leader be able to ask them the question and hear from their own experiences of what that was like for them and so Lucy maybe you know as a start question we could ask you what what's your experience of stepping up into leadership? I'm not asking you whether you agree with those things, just, you know, what your own experience was. Um, so I started leading the kids team when I was about 11 <laughs> with um, a few other friends. Um, so we would do that. And then oh, I'm trying to think it, it feels like years. Well, it is years ago. Um, then I started leading in youth when I was around 16. I got given the opportunity to lead a connect group. Um, so I took over leading one of the youth connect groups and that kind of placed me in a position to start leading more on the youth team because I was still youth age, I was only 16. Mm. And then I've just stayed in youth ministry since then. Um, just served under whoever was leading the youth at the time. Um, and then in the last two years, I've kind of stepped up to take more of a role in overseeing the youth programs that we do. So being given some more responsibility and leadership within that team to do that. And also still serving on the kids team. <laughs> so that's kind of my church experience of leadership. 
in a nutshell. That's good. Do you, um, I, I, I guess it's a difficult thing uh, sometimes to get the challenge of stepping up into leadership when you're young. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say was the most difficult thing you experienced stepping up into it? Or maybe I'll phrase the question this way. If anything was going to stop you from mm-hmm. stepping into leadership, stepping up into leadership, what, what would have that been? Yeah. Um, well, I think for me, it was my own insecurities. Um, at the, at like throughout my teenage years, I was very insecure. And I think that was the biggest thing that would have stopped me and pretend, well, and did stop me um, for the last like 10 years that I've been in leadership roles. Um, so, sorry, Julie. I was going to just say, you know, when you say, I don't want to press, maybe this is some of the stuff you haven't told your dad, but um, <laughs> here comes the answer. <laughs> When you say insecurities, if you're, if you're able to, what in particular would they have been? Because that will resonate perhaps with people who are mm-hmm. listening. Yeah. Um, so insecurity of just who I was, who I am. Not feeling, I think it would be defined now as a lack of self-confidence um, and self-esteem. Um, so just not confident at all in what I, who I was and what I brought to the table um, thankfully I had leaders who saw it in me when I couldn't see it at all um, so I think that was a, a huge one um, but alongside that I think that comes with insecurity of what will people think about me um, what if I fail I'm gonna look silly <laughs> if I step up to this and it doesn't work um, other people are better suited to it than I am that was a big one that I just didn't feel like what I brought was good enough. Um, so I could probably go on and on. But <laughs> what, <laughs> what, would you, what would you say? Um, I think it's a human preset. Uh, we all tend to doubt ourselves or have yeah. a degree of feeling inferior or feeling insecure, but could you pinpoint a source uh, of probably where a lot of that insecurity came from in in the context of um being ready to take responsibility for other people um That's i think it's hard I feel like sorry. It's been... sorry sorry no, it's fine <laughs> um i think it i'm just trying to think about the question um, i can ask it again if you like or that would be great <laughs> <laughs> Let's get so where would you pinpoint or what what do you think fueled or was the source of that insecurity um especially um in the face of having to t- lead other people or yeah. take responsibility for other people um I think it came from friendships that I had in my teenagers and how that shaped me into who I was at the time, which then gave birth to a lot of insecurities about who I was, was I good enough? Um, even just from things people might have said about me. Um, this might sound even like silly, but even from in primary school, when people call your names and stuff, mm. that stuff has a huge impact on you. Mm. Um, and I think I carried some stuff when I should have just let it go. And then that, that's probably, for me, I could say that was the pinpoint 
if that makes sense. Totally makes sense. <laughs> so, I mean, rather than we don't, we don't need to drill in that list, but that's an incredible list of things that you said before those in those different insecurities. And I guess mm -hmm. that's, that's huge for any young leader. You're still trying to work out who you are. Yeah. What, what am I supposed to do with my life? And peer pressure is really, I'm trying to, again, just trying to articulate this, is a powerful thing, isn't it? For good yeah. and uh, not, not for bad, but like can have a negative effect. Maybe it's positive and negative is perhaps the best way. And what you're saying really is that those things in some sense were, would, were stopping me from stepping into that leadership role from a negative perspective, those insecurities. So how how have you resolved that how you know because you've obviously you've stayed in leadership you've kept going you didn't yeah. give up you haven't allowed those insecurities to win and i mean i would add another pressure to that obviously you, you know we're family and i'm a i'm part of the pastoral team in the church so you had that pressure as well of yes, you know, pastor's, pastor's, kids. pastor's kid <laughs> and so you know yeah. oh that's why you've got your opportunity and other people haven't that's a whole other thing that we could get into mm. um but how, how have you resolved that? How are you handling that and dealing with that and being able to continue to lead? Um, I think looking back and obviously in this moment, like hindsight in the whole thing, um, I just stuck with God, I think is the main thing. I can't think of any particular one person or one situation that really broke everything down. But I think it was a very slow overtime process of literally just hanging on to God and knowing deep down, like behind all of the insecurities that I was doing what God had called me to do. Um, and I may not have fully understood that at the time, but I just kept going. Um, and knowing that I was doing what I needed to do. Yeah, I, it's, 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 a, it's a good that's a good answer. And I, I think some people would be like, oh, you know, that's a, a simple answer. And it's kind of the answer for everything for a good reason. Yeah, <laughs> it works. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it works. And I, I just sit and reflect. This, this is, I guess, why I love to champion uh, young leaders um, or why it's so important for any, if there's any other leaders uh, um who may be a bit older or leading churches or ministries, why it is so important to invest in young leaders and encourage young leaders because they're really, yeah. you know, we could be tempted uh, as a, as a pastor. Now I could be tempted to look at a young person and be like, Oh, why didn't they step up? Or why can't they just get over it? Or why can't they just, why can't they just, it's not that easy. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a tremendous amount of uh, internal development or, uh, calibration going on in yeah. young people, but there is a huge amount of external pressure. So to step up, but also continue stepping through those feelings and those challenges, I think is heroic for, uh, you know, young leaders like yourself. I think we need to, we need to celebrate that some more, um, but that's simple. It's a simple truth, but so profound that uh, mm -hmm. getting, getting rooted and, grounded in God is uh, going to be the first and foremost investment that you need to make. Yeah, definitely. And I, you underplay it, Lucy, in one <laughs> sense, because I remember you coming back from a Rock Nations um, youth, youth event. Yeah. 
and standing on the platform in our church and saying something like this if i don't have any friends as long as i have god then that's all that i need and that's would you say that was a pivotal moment yeah because when i went to school after that i really didn't have any friends <laughs> thank god like i got really tested on that statement i invited all my friends to church and ended up not having a lot of friends left afterwards <laughs> um so yeah god well obviously god doesn't like do that but i definitely was tested on the words that i spoke and lived through that if i don't have any friends then that's fine yeah but it's a, it is a decision to make isn't it to say do you know what yeah. regardless of anything else that's going on i'm going to stick with god mm -hmm. so you you say that like oh i stuck with god like it's actually easy to do but and it is a simple statement to make but it's really really difficult mm. to live out at any age but in particular yeah. i think for young people who are going through like we've all said different changes different pressures big decisions stuff that you know that they feel like they should experience or not experience all this kind of stuff i want to live for god but i yeah. kind of want to live over here as well and i want to have some fun and maybe the two don't mix and all that kind of stuff so you know it's a determined decision and obviously as, as your dad i remember that that moment as kind of thinking that's a pivotal moment for you and praying like crazy that god would would be enough for you regardless of what happens with your friends mm -hmm. and so you know what i i honor you for that and i have done uh, many times when i've kind of mentioned it in messages that i preached because it's a simple thing to say i'm going to stick with god but it's a tough thing to live out yeah yeah so uh, is there anything else that you would add to kind of encourage young leaders to kind of come on you've got to go for it you've got to step up um i think there's like so much that i could say because i've had some incredible people lead me and obviously alongside hanging on to god for dear life those leaders helped me do that and them seeing in me what i couldn't see kept me going as well um so i think it especially you know for young leaders it's you know talk to the people leading you and you know seek their wisdom and counsel um share your life with them i wouldn't have got this far if i'd been closed off and tried to handle life by myself because like i said god tested me on some stuff and um it was my leaders that helped me get through that because they kept encouraging me so it's being open and honest with who's leading you um, and investing in that relationship too, which I know you've spoken about before from people who encouraged you um, when you came yeah. into leadership. So I think that's a huge thing, which as a young leader, you maybe don't see the value in um, or you don't want to share your life with someone. Um, but it's, it's what keeps you going when you really don't feel like you can go any further. No, that's great. A healthy relationship with God and a healthy relationship with your leaders. Yes. Um, great combination. Yeah, because I think we can think that our leaders don't want the best for us, that they're only going to call us out when we do something wrong. But it's, that's not the case at all. Um, if anything, they want to celebrate with us as much as they can and want to be there for us. Um, the highs and lows of life, whatever it looks like. Yeah, it's um, 
it's good. It seems like there's a real key that comes to the surface there when it's um, you're talking about the foundations that leadership um, are built on and there's relationship first and foremost relationship to God, but um, relating to the leaders who are leading you. Um, and yeah, I would say maybe that is, maybe that is a test that a lot of young leaders need to be prepared to be confronted with, even though maybe some of their relationships or friendships in the beginning might be tested in that process. We learned the value of good relationships and seeking out good relationships with our leaders, but also uh, maybe other young people around us who are in a similar situation that can encourage us and we can share life with. I think that's very vital key. Definitely. So before, before we go, um, and thanks so much for your time. I have a feeling that maybe this might not be the last time that you're uh, on our podcast, but um, you're running a, uh, I guess it's a, well, tell us, Julian, tell us a little bit about what um, you wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought, obviously, Lucy, you are, you're, you're a leader in the life of the local church, but you also have a thing called the Faith Collective. So I thought it would be a great opportunity for you to just explain what that is. And for maybe people who are listening, how can they get involved in that? Yeah, so it's, um, it's a collective of people led by myself. Um, uh, it's a blog and we also have an Instagram page where we do live devotionals. And basically it's just an encouragement to mainly women. It's women focused. Um, it's a women's collective of just, um, it's coming from my heart of just being passionate about seeing people flourish in life. Um, and I guess that stemmed from a lot of the leadership that I've gone through in that I just love seeing people flourish mm. and grow and become who God's calling them to be. And I understand the challenges to doing that. Um, and so I have set up this collective to gather together people of different backgrounds and cultures to just share our experiences and come alongside people and to help them flourish in life. So yeah, we have a website faithcollective.squarespace.com and we have an Instagram page which is the Faith Collective and, and you'll find us on there. Fantastic. Wow. Sounds amazing and you yeah. underplay it because uh, maybe this is not a lot in the terms of what people have as followers but you're nearing mm. towards a thousand people as part yeah. of that collective and so we would encourage listeners to go find it and, and follow it and subscribe and be a, a part of that. Yes, definitely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us, Lucy. And thank you for having uh, me. Even though you are a humble soul, I can <laughs> tell that you are definitely a force to be reckoned with. So, thank you uh, for all that you're doing for young leaders in in and around you. But thanks for for joining us, and I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening today. We hope you feel inspired and empowered on your leadership journey. If you want to stay connected to Lift Leaders or The 19 Project, go to liftleaders.com or the19project.com to stay connected. Also, if you're loving this podcast, why don't you subscribe? If you listen on iTunes or Spotify, make sure you hit the subscribe button. That way you can get the latest updates as soon as they come so that you stay connected and you don't miss out. Thanks so much for listening. And until we chat next time, God bless.